You are listening to South Florida Sunday. We thank you for being with us. And we'd like to welcome our next guest to the program, Dr. Louise Morell, who is here to talk to us about Breast Cancer Awareness Month. She is with Baptist Health. Dr. Morell, welcome to South Florida Sunday. Thank you very much. I'm so happy to be here. Well, we are glad to have you with us, and we're always happy to talk with our friends at Baptist Health. And uh, let's get right to it. Um, we're talking about Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Who is most at risk for breast cancer? I, I like to answer this question with almost too obvious of an answer, but it's important for women to understand that every woman is at risk for breast cancer and that most breast cancer is diagnosed in women who don't have a specific risk factor. So basically, as we get older, we have a more of a risk of breast cancer, and so every woman is at risk. But there are other risk factors that point out women who have to be particularly attentive to considering extra imaging, and those include women who have a family history or who have particularly dense breasts that needed biopsies, maybe have a lot of hormone exposure, things like that. Well, tell us about the importance of genetic testing for females. Well, it's because, yeah, the question that you're asking about genetic testing falls into the fact that it was identified several years ago that there are alterations or mutations that can occur in the gene that can lead to a very, very high risk of breast cancer and not only breast cancer, but other cancers that go along with that, such as ovarian cancer. And so one of the most important things we can do is identify women who should undergo testing to see if they carry that gene in order to be able to either do extra screening or to do prevention. And tell us about the BRCA gene. What's that all about? So the BRCA gene is one of those breast cancer genes, and we usually call it BRCA because the people have, you know, done that. We used to call it BRCA as well. Mm -hmm. But that gene is the most potent. So in, much, in other words, the most serious gene finding that we can have that definitely leads to life-saving prevention. So what do I mean by that? Well, women who carry that mutation, meaning they inherited a copy of it from either their mother or their father, those women that are a high risk for breast cancer, up to 85% lifetime risk. And the normal risk is only 10%. So that tells you how much greater risk they carry. And the usefulness of that information is that we can start to do very early screening, as early as 25 years of age, using breast MRI as well as mammogram to detect those cancers. And in some women, they do opt to do prevention surgery to remove the breast tissue, and even more importantly, because it's so hard to find, is ovarian cancer risk that's associated with that gene as well. And there, after, after finishing having a family, we ask women to have their ovaries removed as a prevention for ovarian cancer. So this is the one gene that we have proven that knowing about it and doing something about it can save lives. Well, what should women know about their risk for the BRCA gene? Great question. How do you know if you're somebody who should get tested because you might have a risk for it? So one of the things, especially in our region, that women should be aware of is it turns out that in Eastern European Jewish women, so Ashkenazi Jewish women, 
the risk of having this gene is at least 10 times that of a non-Jewish person as a general rule. So any woman who is in that category who has a family history anywhere of breast cancer, prostate cancer, pancreatic cancer, should have that test done. The other things that are really important are young age, either that person or in the family breast cancer under age 40, every woman who has ovarian cancer in their family, multiple breast cancers in their family, and the most important thing is to look at dad's side as well as mom's side because you can inherit that from either one of your parents. And a lot of times we think or we really know about our mother's family history. Now, what next steps, say, as surgery are recommended for females with the BRCA1 or the BRCA2 gene? So one of the most important things to realize is that when you do a test for the gene and you discover that you're a carrier of that mutation, you have time. In other words, this isn't like suddenly getting diagnosed and now you have an urgency. You have time to learn about your options. The type of breast cancer that happens in BRCA2 versus BRCA1 might lead a woman to think about surgery or not having surgery. So there's an option to do preventative surgery where you remove the breast tissue. You can reconstruct the breast. And today when they do that surgery, they can leave the skin, the nipple, and it really looks like a very natural breast when it's reconstructed. So that woman can basically look at those options or they can follow. And I have hundreds of women who are on the course where we do MRI and mammogram and we see them every six months and they're on a follow-up course. So it's not mandatory that you do surgery. You have time to get that information and think about it. And then the ovaries, that surgery to remove the ovaries and tubes is something that we highly recommend and probably by age 40, that should be a serious consideration, but not until the woman has finished having children. Now, are there any additional genes that women and men should be wary of when it comes to breast cancer? So that is one of the most exciting and important changes that has happened in the genetics world for breast cancer is that we have discovered a number of other genes. Um, one of them is quite Similarly potent to the BRCA1 and BRCA2, it's a partner gene to BRCA2, so it's called PALB2. But there are other genes as well that are moderate and, and not uncommonly detected, but maybe not as potent. And we can test all those genes at the same time. Just one test can give you all of the breast cancer, ovarian cancer genes that we might be interested in. And then a lot of people I see are, are surprised to learn that colon cancer is also something that can be genetic, and maybe they don't even have a, a knowledge of the colon cancer in their family, but that is also now included in the gene testing that we do. Now, tell us about the term previvor. So the term previvor was a, a, a term that sort of addressed those women who decide to be really proactive and look at preventative surgeries. And you might need preventative surgeries not only because of a genetic predisposition, but there are some biopsy results that aren't cancer yet that occur in the breast that might lead a woman to decide to do a prevention surgery as well. All of those women, uh, that term has sort of been used when you um, undergo surgery and reconstruction to prevent ever getting that. And that's to address the fact that they're facing some of the issues that 
survivors do in terms of of, of the surgical uh, recovery and things like that, but they're doing it before there's ever a diagnosis of cancer. So it's a prevention type of approach. What advice do you have for women newly diagnosed with breast cancer? So, of course, I think most women, uh, it's one of the toughest things they ever hear, and anybody who's gone for a mammogram has probably at one point another sat and waited for those results and tried to imagine what they would do if they heard that they were diagnosed with breast cancer. And the first thing, and really I will tell you something I've dedicated my career to, is to understand that information is going to be there and is going to empower you and help you take the time to make the decisions and understand, you know, what you can expect and what, you know, who's going to take you through this and what are you going to be your team members and what will be the process that you're going to need. Because our goal when you're newly diagnosed is cure. Now, people tend to shy away from the, the word cure, but I always tell women, look, this is what needs to happen. You need to get that cancer out. You want to make sure it never comes back where it started, and you want to make sure it never spreads anywhere else. And if all three of those things happen, never happen, if we get it out and it doesn't come back, it doesn't spread, that's the equivalent of cure. So what are the tools and steps that you need to get there? And so you have time we have put together at, at our center, a Baptist Health's approach is a multidisciplinary approach where you can meet with all of the pieces of that team, the surgeon, the medical oncologist, the geneticist, the radiation oncologist, and, and each of those people will spend some time talking about with the information about your individual disease, diagnosis, so forth, what are the steps that they think you're going to need to take and then we can put together a plan that includes the patient's thoughts and questions and concerns and goals and, and make a plan before anything happens. And we can do that all in a week. So it's not like it's, oh, that sounds like it's going to be months of appointments. Oh, no, no, we can get that done in a week because we know the sooner you have the information, the sooner you can start thinking about what's going to make sense to you and how you're going to fit this into your life and conquer it at the same time. And as we talk about Breast Cancer Awareness Month, is it safe to say that probably the most important message we could share with our listeners is that early detection is key? Make no mistake, that's absolutely true. I commend you for bringing that up and to never forgetting that. The smaller we find this, the earlier we find this, the less the treatment is that you will need, the less advanced surgery that you're going to need, the better the chance that this is never going to be an issue. And you know what I like to tell women, especially now that COVID made a lot of this uh, uh, sort of a barrier um, to getting it, is all you need is a step in that room, get that mammogram, and you're back to ground zero. So we all get afraid if we've gotten a little bit behind or even really far behind that something bad is going to show up. No, it's, it, you just have to overcome that and realize, no, you're going to be at, you know, the first point of all the good news if you go get your mammogram and it's clear. So, yes, we really encourage women to get back in there and get their mammograms done because it still can be early. It's still going to be early, and that is the key. And how often? So mammograms are once a year. For the routine risk woman, it's starting at age 40. 
for women who have a genetic predisposition, it can be as early as 25 to 30 years of age. And we are big believers that it is once a year for mammogram. And if you're at a high risk, you might also be asked to do additional tests such as MRI or for dense and ultrasound. But once a year, starting at age 40, until you wouldn't do anything about it. So we're doing mammograms in our 85 and 90-year-olds because they are planning to live too. And before we finish our conversation, I touched on this a moment ago, but we should also probably make a point that men should also be aware of breast cancer and know that they are also in, uh, in danger of being susceptible to that as well. Yes, the worthwhile thing about mentioning for men and, and maybe a little bit of education on that is that the reason men don't have the risk that women do is because the duct, which is the source of cancer in the breast, are very small, not very developed in men, but the risk is still there, and really it's an awareness. You feel a pebble, you feel a strong, uh, a sharp kind of uh, lump in the breast, especially in the central portion. Just get it checked out. It's not a real common finding, but it can happen, and it certainly can happen in BRCA patients. And maybe while I'm mentioning that we're talking about the BRCA gene and association with breast cancer and so forth, the other piece of information that we really want people to understand is when you go and get a test for the BRCA gene, if you're negative, that's information for all of your family. And if you're positive, that's information for all of your family for generations to come. And it gives them the opportunity to have prevention knowledge, et cetera, and I think that that is the other thing, that even if you're at an age where you might not act on it, that might be information that could help other family members. Excellent. I'm glad you brought that up. We are speaking with Dr. Louise Morell, Medical Director at Baptist Health Lynn Cancer Institute, and we are talking about Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Dr. Morell, it's always great to talk with our friends at Baptist Health and the Lynn Cancer Institute. We appreciate you uh, taking the time to be with us, and we thank you for being our guest today on South Florida Sunday. Thank you so very much. So very much. Have a good day. Peloton, let's go. This holiday... With the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton. Motivation that moves you.